What is going on, guys, gals, and everyone in between? You are on the sidelines with the sideline guys, and I am Chris. And I'm Derek. Welcome back, everyone. Um, I'm excited to be joined by my guy Derek again. Um, we're going to be jumping right in to look at the final stretch of the NBA season, All-Star Weekend, and give you some over-under so we could put the NFL season to bed. Um, but with that all being said, don't forget, while we're here, right off the top, um, to show the love to the to the people that are bringing you this great content, putting our heart and soul into this every single episode. So please make sure you follow the brand at OTS Media Co. and OTS Media on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, hit that like, hit the bell, get every single piece of content we got coming your way because we're really picking things up in this first quarter of the new year, changing some things around with the shows and really setting some things in stone here. So I'm really looking forward to what we got going on. Uh, while we're here, man, Derek, please tell the people where they can find you as well. Yes, sir. You can follow me at Derek underscore OTS. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K, the black way to spell it. Yes, sir. And you can find me on Twitter at Negrong MMA, as well as on Instagram at Chris Negrong underscore. Uh, got a lot of dope stuff coming to you guys, whether it's the sideline guys or the MMA archive or real ish. The, the list is getting too long out here, baby, but I love it. I love yeah. it. Yes, sir. Yes, um, sir. So with all the pleasantries aside, I just got to start by saying how... As as far as this NBA season, I know it's kind of been shrouded with the craziness of the, the the ending of the NFL season, but how have you been feeling about the quality of basketball right now? Because for me personally, it's been a treat, man. Yeah, no, I mean we've we've uh, we've witnessed a lot of uh, good games this year. I, I'm I'm um, you know of course you got to see what you witness history as well with LeBron passing uh, Kareem. Um, it's been a good season. It's been a good season so far. I think um, that everything is shaking out the way that I kind of expected it to in terms of like seeding and everything like that. So from that perspective, it's not shocking, but it's good to see. Um, it's very, it's, it's, it's kind of dramatic though, in a way, like with everybody kind of moving around and everything like that. And, you know, Patrick Beverly said, you know, the, the East is weak. So it's kind of like, it's very interesting to see where, you know, everybody lands and what the what the new narratives will be for the rest of the season. But I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying it, you know. Been, been good. Been good. We I got really don't understand. Guys, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Muscala, funny enough, literally the yeah. day before that trade went through, I was watching. It was the, the LeBron game, actually. And I'm like, we need to get this yeah. dude out of here, bro. I'm like, ah, <laughs> like I'm tired of the pull-ups that never go in. I'm tired of this man failing. I'm boxing people out. And then my, my, my wishes were granted. Good, good luck. I, I love you, Muscala, but damn. Yeah. <laughs> He's um, been lighting it up in Boston, bro. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Shit. I'm glad. Cause I don't know what was going on, but um, I, I disagree with what Pat Bev was saying too, man. It's, it's crazy how shit flips. Cause yes, there were these big trades that really shook up the top of the West um, but, mm -hmm. but let's be real. Last season, everyone was talking about how the East is the conference now. Obviously, there is yeah. uh, these seismic shifts with these uh, star players going over, but that, those teams are still there, especially on the top end. And if you look at the records, especially with the top four teams, they're basically around the same area. So uh, yeah. it doesn't really make sense to me at all. Yeah, well, you know, Pat Bev got to talk his trash. 
you know, on to some level, to some degree, I kind of respect it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just funny because he acts like he's the guy. You know, he came into into the season saying that you know LeBron and AD, you know, they didn't make the playoffs. I did, and now he's going to Chicago. And he says he he told Levine, "You don't pass the ball, you shoot." I can respect it to a level, to a degree, but it's hilarious. It's it's I, hilarious coming from him. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And yeah. and the weirdest thing about it too, about he was so hype about the moves that the Lakers <laughs> made, and he had no idea what was coming on the horizon. Uh, he just got blindsided yeah. by that and had to make this quick pivot to like a, yeah. a gritty uh, a gritty vet on this team because you know that wasn't his role in that LA locker room. No. He there was a bunch no. of guys he was listening to there. So uh, yeah. he's he's funny, man. I'm I'm sure in his head, um, he's top. 50 100%. So, uh, shout 50. out to Bad Bad in his own head, in his own head. He's top 10 in his head, bro, and he ain't he ain't the bottom half of that. <laughs> top he, 2, he, not 2. Yeah. <laughs> he uh I can respect it. I can respect the confidence. I put it like that. I respect the confidence. But uh you know, he he's saying he's trying to put the Lakers out of the playoffs. You think that's going to happen? Do you think the Lakers are going to make the playoffs the way that they're constructed now? Cuz I mean, they're they're their change up, their switch up has I gotta admit, the moves they made at the deadline were really good. They, those are some good moves. Those Especially good moves. for the for the the weird gaps they had in their play. I love Russ. I think he's yeah. gonna do great on the Clippers. So no hate. I feel like automatically that's what people point to. Like Russ is gone, so now we're cooking. Uh but yeah. definitely those new pieces have meshed in well and they've been able to get success. I honestly do think the bar is lower, right? To make the playoffs. So I do think they'll be in that play-in. Um, I'm hoping my Thunder fall out. I think that's um the writing's on the wall there. Um, I'm not sure mm-hmm. if we're trying to make a, a push into contention. So I think that's a, t- a potential team that could sort of fall out of that bottom half and LA could find their way up. But yeah, I think they're about two or three back from Portland too. So they're right in that mm-hmm. mix. Um, and the West is, is deep. So I don't know. I I feel like it, it could go either way, but I, I'm going to lean towards they make the plan. What about you? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think where are we right now? I think that oh, they're at thirteen. Okay. I still see I didn't realize the Warriors were, were ninth right now. That's interesting. I didn't realize that. I, I think they could possibly push their play in, but I don't I don't think that they're gonna gel. Their team is gonna completely gel right out the gate, like to make the push. You know, like like LeBron said, these are the, the these twenty three games or so that these are the most important he's played in his career. You know, he wants to avoid not being in the in the playoffs two years in a row, and I mean I, I get it. But you got the Blazers ahead of them. <laughs> like, look who's ahead of them. The Warriors, uh, the Thunder. But the look Jazz, at the standing, the though. It's only like they're two games away from the Warriors. They are. That's, that's the weird part about it. I, but I'm just saying, like, like think about, like, <laughs> Dallas got Kyrie. Um, 
the Clippers got Russell, Russell Westbrook, which yeah. to me I don't think is going to be the biggest addition to their team, but I think it's better than what they had. Yep. Um, I just I don't see okay right now one through eight Nuggets Grizzlies Kings which Sacramento I told you about Sacramento, uh Clippers Suns Mavericks Pelicans Timberwolves Timberwolves of any of those teams I think maybe Minnesota falls out and the Warriors push in. You know, like I can't yeah. see the 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 standings actually like. Changing drastically, so I don't know. I mean, coming out of the All Star break, of course you're gonna want to push that, you know, make that push. But AD is not like we 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 know AD at this point. Yeah, and it's so frustrating too because you see that the potential is there, but it, it, yeah. it just never pans out because of the the longevity and not being able to stay on the court. Um, yeah, I, I think that's something too that LeBron doesn't get enough credit for because yeah, he's gonna get shit for this run with not making the playoffs twice, but it's not like he hasn't been playing sixty games, and it, I mean, yeah, I, I see a lot of LeBron hate, and I am a certified stamped LeBron hater going back many years at this point. So, <laughs> I I I I think it's time to tamper on on some of that and really give the man his due because. Even if they end up not making it here, um, he's done some real special shit, and I think he's on that same trajectory. But the Lakers need to figure out a whole lot of shit, regardless of if they make the play-in or not. Like, they, they're not there um, as a contender yeah. in any way, even if um, Anthony Davis is fully healthy, in my opinion. So um, interesting to see how they figure things out moving forwards. But yeah. with that all being said, um, let's jump right in to our next segment uh, called More of This. So the idea here is we're thinking about these different teams, right? And we're going to have five different slots for um, our answers. But the idea is to try to think of what teams could benefit from having a little bit more of this production from this player, a little bit more of um, a, a certain player scoring points, et cetera. Um, just ideas on how these teams could sort of put themselves in the best position as we're uh, rounding the final stretch of the season. Um, so I'm going to start off for this section with, um, I think, and we were just talking about this team. So why don't, why not run it right back? Um, the Lakers, I think they're going to need yep. a little more of um, a second unit being led by Russ. Now, I know that Reggie Jackson is gone. He is one of my guys as well. So shout out to Reggie Jackson. Mm -hmm. It looks like he's going to be in Atlanta, um, but still not signed yet to, to my knowledge. But um, I hope that he's more in a secondary role than a primary ball handler role, especially like starting. Um, I think mm -hmm. they can benefit from having someone that can push the pace. And I think that's why they got him 100%. But we've seen throughout the season um, that finding the right role for him is key. And I think having a role mm -hmm. where he can be explosive and have the, the reins for a certain period of time. Um, and then the, the way that counterbalances with how Kawhi can slow down the game, I think that can be a good sort of one-two punch. But timing it appropriately is what I think um, is going to give him the most trouble. So I would say they need a little bit more of that second unit, Russ. How are you feeling about that? Uh, I would agree with that. I think um, I don't know. Like, 
We're talking about the Lakers, right? No, I was talking about the Clippers. Did I say the oh, Lakers? Oh, I thought you said Lakers. Yeah, you said Lakers. Oh, okay. shit. Sorry. I got you. Yeah, I was talking I got about you. The, the Clippers. No, I agree with that. I think um, it's going to be interesting to see how he fits in, though, because I don't know if I, I haven't seen this or not. Is he going to take that that bench role? So right now it's assumed that he's starting. But my idea is having him be the primary ball handler, even though he's the starter. I don't know if that's the best idea. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I think it makes sense. Like, especially when you're talking about you have Kawhi and and PG out there. Right. Um, But I mean, with with Kawhi's load management schedule. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's kind of like a hard uh, argument against Russ not starting. So I don't, I don't know. Um, it's gonna be tough, bro. <laughs> it's gonna be tough. That's gonna be tough. I mean, I think when you, when the rotation is shorter in the playoffs, then yeah, of course it's gonna end up happening. But he needs reps with 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 both uh, 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 units. Yep. I think it makes sense to run with the second unit, but yeah, I feel like maybe even starting Bones Highland over him gives. I think there's a lot of upside there. I think giving him the reps as well, like you exactly give him the reps, um, and fall back on Russ's talent when you actually need it. Like I feel like as a bench unit, they rely on scattering those minutes a lot more than they should. And and once Mm -hmm. again, I agree with you on that. I think a lot of dealing with Russ on your team is um, sort of tampering the ego, right? And figuring out certain ways for him to shine so that he isn't getting Mm -hmm. frustrated, especially defensively. So uh, there's going to take a lot to mesh for sure. Um, That was one of those moves that I I think has a lot of asterisks on it. And there's a lot of ways where it could actually um, come to bite them a little bit if it gets out of hand. So I'm definitely keeping my eye on the Clippers situation for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, but they did get Eric Gordon. I forgot about that. Ooh. They got Eric Gordon, which I mean, he's gonna be great for them in the second unit. But I don't know that you run like if he's the one that you actually run the unit through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At his age, I I don't know how you if that's what you do. But how, what what do you see for this team though? Like mo- like projection. What what is it that they can actually be? Because I don't see them more than a second-round team. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't see them getting above that fourth-seed mark. And yeah, I don't know what it is about this this pairing that I don't like. Um, But yeah. I, I just feel like a lot of – obviously, the spacing is there. But, I mean, I, I, this is also me being a Kawhi hater, right? They're, they're, he's slick as molasses, <laughs> right? So they're, they're, yeah. his game doesn't jump out at you all the time. But uh, the stuff he yeah. does on the court is definitely impressive. I just – I'm not a, a big fan of their upside. I think there's going to be games where he carries them in a big way. Um, and you you get that, oh, yeah, Kawhi's in superstar feeling. Um, sort of like we felt like Jim, about Jimmy Butler in that playoff run uh, last season where he's just mm-hmm. sort of – carrying the load of the team and and you see his impact there but um i'm just i don't know shout, shout out to julio i know those are his guys um yeah. it's just hard it's just hard for me to see how they eclipse that uh second half especially when you consider right now they're above phoenix but that's yeah. another team they're going to be competing against uh, as far as record coming yeah. down the stretch so yeah i i don't know it's gonna be a very interesting thing to see whether they're able to um 
if they're able to put it together in this second half of the season. I don't know that they can't. But I don't know that they will. That's that's yeah. That's the problem in and of itself too, because it's it's right now, if the playoffs end, I mean we're to start right now. They're facing Phoenix. Yeah. I don't see them being Phoenix. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. You know, like I I don't see that. So it'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting. But I don't know, man. It's something about this team, right? It's something about it's it. something about this team. Yeah. But like also, Kawhi does deserve a little heat. Kawhi deserves a little heat because he did say that this is the this is the Clippers town. It is though. <laughs> it if is. You can't get out if you can't get out, bro. How deep have they been in the playoffs since he's been there? That's true. They're they're getting out of there early and often, uh, but they're making it to the playoffs, often. right? They're making it to yeah. the playoffs. That's yeah, the they're making it to the playoffs, but. Some of the heat that we give some other guys, I think we should give a little heat to, to Kawhi. Not hate, but heat. He deserves a little bit of heat. Because that, that. That, was, that was something to say. And, and especially knowing his health history at that point in time, you know, like his career will forever be this load management thing now. Yep. You know? And it continues. The trend continues. It continues, so you don't know if when he's going to play, if he's going to play back-to-backs, or if he's going to play, you know, three or four games in a row. We, we just don't know what his schedule is. So, like, how are you expecting to get this chemistry together with everybody in the regular season if, you know, in the postseason if you can't do it in the regular season? So, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, like, I, I got nothing but love and respect for Kawhi, but I think – if anybody else said that, <laughs> if LeBron hit. said that, there's 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 gonna be something, some vitriol to that. You know what I'm saying? So I, sure. I I'd say just keep that same energy. That's all. For sure, and I'm nobody's wishing bad health on any of these players. Whenever we add this sure. into discussion, but it it is a real thing that needs to be considered because a lot of that greatness and a lot of the perceived oh this team is gonna be this this year it depends on whether or not you're playing. Um, and yeah. if you put your team in a in a position like this, where there's a lot of surging teams around you, you could end up dropping a couple of seeds uh, come the end of the season. So yeah. crucial times for sure uh, for the Clippers. But uh, I, I'll throw the lob to you on this one. What's what's something one of these teams needs some more of? Just any of these teams? Anyone. Any storyline you choose. You know what? There's one I've been thinking about the last couple of days. I think the Bucks need a little heat. Really? Of all yeah, of all the free agents they decided to sign, they signed Myers Leonard to a ten-year to a ten-day contract, right? And I kind of felt like that was like there was no like you know attention on that because if if Kyrie was the same level of of player that Myers Leonard is. Kyrie is not getting back into the league. There's no way. For sure. <laughs> and you're telling me that DeMarcus Cousins was out there? Dwight Howard is out there? And you signed Myers Leonard? Yeah. Come on, man. Like, you're, you're just setting yourself up for 
for a little uh you know little heat in that one in my opinion so i think of what this team like what any team needs i think the bucks deserve a little bit of heat and attention on that one because that doesn't make any sense to me you're not myers leonard is not that special of a player yeah, to be warranting that kind of move, especially when you consider, yeah. right, where is this guy going to play? Like, y'all just picked up Jay Crowder on the back end as well. Like, well, you shipped off. Sh- what's, uh, where's uh, the need? Yeah, you you shipped off Ibaka. Yep. And uh, he should be landing somewhere, too. Shout out to Serge. That's that's my guy yeah. right there. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm confused. I'm confused. Because yeah. Myers Leonard is not a better player than, than Cousins or, or Howard. There's no way. I mean, not even better than than uh, Whiteside. It's not Whiteside. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it went so under the radar that I didn't even fucking did. know. For a second, I'm here. I'm here yeah. trying to figure out who you even talking about. I'm like, <laughs> why should I be mad? Oh yeah, that yeah. that that shit crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, with with his with his anti-Semitic slurs and all that stuff that took place. Again, if Kyrie did that, he's not in the league. For sure. In that same that vein, then, do you feel like Dallas deserves some heat for making this? Like, how do you feel about that? <laughs> about the Mavericks? Yeah. Do, for they, do, they, do they, yeah, do they deserve some heat for that? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. 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 I, look, I know how that sounds, mm-hmm. but no, because like Kyrie addressed his whole situation, right? Myers I, th- Leonard, I thought Myers Leonard did too. Myers Leonard, I think, issued an apology. And then he he lost his job with the with the Trailblazers. I believe that's who he was playing yep. with at the time. Um, and then he just kind of like went into this whole gaming thing, from what I understood, and hasn't been playing since. And that's been yep. what two years, I think, two or three years. So, no, I don't think that the Mavericks deserve any like heat for that. They they got what they needed uh, to to keep Luca happy for the moment. Um, Kyrie already addressed this whole situation and did everything that was asked of him to, you know, be done at that at that moment. So, like, no, nah, I, I, I think, I think the Mavs are. But come on, Myers Leonard, like, I'm about to say this is a little superstar bias here because I, I don't know, no, I don't know. Not I feel like, no, it's he about didn't have a chance play- to to atone Bro. to these sins. Even dude got cut. <laughs> In terms of ability, Myers Leonard. Definitely nowhere near, 100%. I agree. He's not that He's not that type of player that you would put your neck out for. I feel you. As an organization. Kyrie is. I'm sorry. He, he is. <laughs> he oh, is. man. Yeah. It, 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 it makes sense as to why they would do that. That's all yeah. I'm saying. And and like you said, this probably isn't someone that's even sniffing the rotation. So w- what is the motive here? I, I feel you on that. I guess I'm not as outraged uh, personally, right? But no, I'm not I, I, see outraged. It, I see it. I see it. Yeah, I'm not outraged. I'm just confused. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like Myers Leonard. Why? Like, why? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. They need less of that of that energy. I don't I don't get it either. But. Yeah. Fair game is fair game. <laughs> we'll move on. This one, so this one, I, I when I was looking at it, I was like, maybe, maybe I shouldn't even do this. Maybe I shouldn't even talk about this on the show because I'm a homer, right? I'm gonna be called a homer no matter what once I bring OKC. Um, yeah. But I think we need 
to just chill out a little bit, right? SGA was balling. He got he got to go to the All Star game and throw out a whole bunch of assists. That was amazing to watch. Um, yeah. Josh Giddy, all these young. I'm loving the the play on the court. I'm loving it. But I think we could benefit from some more losses, man. I, I think we take a step back, <laughs> get ourselves out of that range where we're sort of in the play-in, on the bubble of it. Um, I think, why not? We have so many picks. Why not just try to get a better pick and concede to the fact that this isn't our year because of the way the year started? I think if Chet was playing, uh, we'll have a much better comfortable spot in that play-in tournament. So... I think there's not really much to strive for. Obviously, it's hard to pull the reins back on guys that are coming into their own, right, especially in their minutes and in their role. So I understand that. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe start mm, some turnovers down the stretch. You got to make it look not as obvious, you know, but we could benefit from some more losses for sure. So you pro tank. Yeah, pro tank, 100%. I mean, the team with the most picks in the league, how could I not be, right? Uh, we benefit yeah, from yeah. – our, ourselves doing bad and other teams as well. So um, I just think, well, why, right? Why why do this play and push? I mean, I guess the experience, right? And having those guys get the minute in that spot, but why not just try to retool and see what you could do? Because I think the idea isn't even let's hoard draft picks to draft players at this point. Let's hoard draft right. picks to try to make a deal, to try to get a, a third sort of superstar on this team to, to really figure out where we're going and whether or not we can start hitting that upper echelon of the Western conference. So retool, so, retool. So if you're the, if you're in the front office, who are you targeting? That's a great question. So expiring wise, um, I think we could definitely benefit from having better bigs. So this is interesting because my biggest target for a while was Miles Turner. I thought having Miles Turner and Chet would be amazing, but obviously he just resigned and they said they're not moving him. So um, I think there's, there's a few guys on that jazz team um, that, that obviously they see the upside, but I think going for somebody like a Kellen Winslow or I don't know, I think maybe even someone like Olenek, I think we could benefit from having those bigger guys on our team. I think a lot of, um, obviously, the younger players we have fill those minutes, especially we have a lot of young uh, wings on our team. Um, but I, I think solidifying the front court a little bit more, we, we could benefit from. But on the on the higher end, you got me stumped, man. I don't know. I think obviously we're not making a push for anybody too big time, but I, I got to think about that a little bit more. I got to think about that a little bit more. Yeah, if you could pair SGA with another big named superstar out there that you think is on the fringe of being you know like on the outs after this season who would it be man it's tough it's tough i gotta i gotta look at the the free agency um track even free agents because you got you got draft picks right yep so no but i'm saying like people people who are on on the either the second like they have two years left or whatever people in a situation mm -hmm. like that um I think Kuzma's a good target as far as someone that's a little disgruntled, right? But that's not the star level player we're talking about here. Right. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe a Siakam or someone like that. I think that that's a, that's a good look. Um, does anyone anyone uh, pop out to you? Because I, I feel like there's some guards. Like, I mean, obviously Bradley Beal is the biggest name um, of Beal them all. Makes but sense. yeah, uh, Beal makes sense. Lillard 
makes sense. Um, I mean, honestly, if if uh, if Miami doesn't do anything this year, right? Like if they they get bounced in the second round or they get bounced in the third round again, I would say that I think it's possible that Butler might look to move on, right? So would you not want to see an SGA and Butler together? To be honest, no, because a lot of uh, the end of the stretch of the games, um, SGA is really moving the ball around, and I feel mm-hmm. like Butler gets stuck in that post a lot. Um, I, I feel like Jimmy Butler is sneaky on the Kyrie side of, like, bad morale guys, and, and his run <laughs> his run in the heat doesn't, like, because he's done so well with the heat, like, a lot of that is forgiven, but, like, think back to the, the drama with the stuff with the Sixers and stuff like that. Obviously, it's not as bad as Kyrie, but, like, um, yeah. the cloud that has followed him in a couple of the different situations he was in from Chicago to, um, to, the, to the Sixers, but... And, I personally don't like that fit, um, but there's a lot of guys out there. I agree. I think Dame would be crazy, but I just feel like guys of that position, like we're not invested in that. Like I think they're really invested in Giddy and, and SGA, so I feel like those spots are solidified. Like if anything, we just need to figure out the the wings really and the, the, wing. the, the forward. Yeah. So maybe. Kawhi, like, the Clippers don't make if they don't do anything. Kawhi or PG, what about them? What about what about one of them? Because I, I feel like the I, th- I feel like there's a reason you guys have all these picks. Like you're Definitely. not choosing all these picks, right? You're trading some of these picks you for sure. Yeah. There's you no way to. you draft all these people. <laughs> yeah, and and I really I really feel it. The idea with Chet is like we would be contending. So. Not right. being in that place might as well go all in. Like we, I mean, we've done a lot of trading away. It's time for us to get a fucking haul back. So I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Um, but I, I can't put my finger on who that guy is, man. We there's a couple options, but nobody that's clear. Um, where their situation is just falling apart, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what 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 you do. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm I'm gonna be tuned in no matter fucking what, man. Ride ride or die with my team. <laughs> Love me some Thunder uh, basketball. So who's your next pick for a team that leads a little bit more? Uh, a little bit more. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go a little homer on this one. I think I think uh, I think the Celtics need a little more respect. Yep. Tell them. Like, Tell them, Derek. As a whole, I think that I think they need more respect because there's no way that you're talking about a team with the best record in the league, and in your power rankings, you're ranking them two or three. There's no way that the best player on said team, you 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 consistently, like he's either one, two, three, or out of the power of the rankings of MVP. Like from week to week, he slides up and down. It makes no sense, right? If if it's Jokic that's in that position, leading the best team with the best record, if it's Embiid or Giannis, you're looking at the best player on the best team as the front runner for the MVP, unless somebody has, you know, is averaging a triple double, or you're looking at the best team with the best record and saying they are the best team. Yeah. 
it's not it's not a it's not a if and or buts about it it's uh they are <laughs> it's a definite you know so yeah they deserve they should have more respect man i think when especially when you're talking about how the season started off where everybody was questioning uh you know what they were going to do because the email doka uh you know did what he did and um you know it was gonna be a rocky start to the season that's what everybody thought rocky start to the season and they had a hot start you know they got they they just kept it pushing so i mean i think they deserve more respect man mm-hmm. and i don't i don't i don't understand why uh you know if anybody else you know especially if this is like a lebron led team oh we're we're we're, we're singing his praises Sure. You know, so yeah, I think I think they deserve more respect. It, it, it to me, it makes more. It makes sense. I don't I don't see why you would downplay that. I think for a long time now, um, a lot of guys are getting shortchanged on how good they are because of the presence mm-hmm. of these these greats, right? Where they're considered these mm-hmm. perennial star, all stars. Like I think once again, the league is in a place I would argue better than it's ever been as far as stars and people getting this recognition. Cause you yes. have this crop of older guys that are like, no matter what, they're in those spots, right? But there's a whole bunch of people that you could argue are consistently better than these people and aren't yes. getting that same recognition for whatever reason. It's sort of like you're grandfathered in in a lot of these rankings. Um I, I feel like funny enough, the UFC has a similar problem where it's kind of like two divisions, bro. Like there's there's two yeah. <laughs> there's there's the the fun fight with the with the prominent name, and then there's the actual division where you have to go through the guys that nobody wants to fight because they're just coming up, and not too many yeah. people are aware of them. So I agree with you, man. I think if you're at this point, once again, I said this two years ago at this point. If you're debating whether or not Tatum's top five, like you you're not fucking watching, and and nope. that this has nothing to do with his All Star game performance, right? Like this is just which was phenomenal. <laughs> two-way uh performance on the court man so i'm a big fan yeah. of what you guys are doing down over there um i agree you deserve a lot more respect but what do you think the the reason is because i can't put my finger on it i think there was a lot of i think there was a lot of admiration for you guys last season and as far as the run that nobody saw coming right um but what hmm. is it now no i it's weird because um this is this didn't just start. This is how it's always been. Like since I've been a fan, <laughs> I can't ever remember where where you know maybe outside of the fact of you know when when uh, the big three got together, um, and that short span of time between like oh eight and eleven, uh, where it felt like there was respect. You know, it's like it's always some level of ex- some type of excuse as to why they're succeeding or um you know you downplay someone's greatness on the on the team whether they're a player or a coach but when they're out of the off the team now it's like oh you're not going to make it because of because they're gone that doesn't make sense if they were great when you know when they're out the door that meant they were great when they were there right so that that's just keep that same energy that respect level should be there. And I think that uh, it's not. And you know what? I'm, it is what it is at this point. Yeah, It is what it is because, you know, everybody said that we weren't making the, 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 the finals last year. And then went on that historic run, you know, to in the second half of the season and uh, haven't looked back. They've yep. still been on that type of run. 
Even and hounding teams. Boss. Fucking hounding yeah. teams. I, I'm saying right now, we need to make a TikTok out here for defensive plays. Because may, maybe maybe these they teams should. will get the love that they deserve. Yeah, you know? I agree with that. I like that. Yeah, just all defensive like hustle. The grind yeah. set or some shit like that. We, we, yeah. we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. I like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, all right, I'm looking at the list, right? There's a whole bunch of different directions I can go with this. A lot of optimism, a lot of pessimism. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be negative one more time, and then I'll go back mm-hmm. to the positive. Um, earlier this season, man, I was really convinced, convicted in the fact that the Pelicans have found a way to turn it around, man. And the only thing that this team needs is some... Some more of that secret juice, man. I don't know where you guys get it from. I don't know. I think it's somewhere out in Cabo. I know Tom Brady has their number for sure. Uh, but we yeah. need to get these injuries, <laughs> these injuries figured out, man. I think if this team yeah. fully is fully healthy, I think they're one of the most dangerous starting fives in the NBA. Uh, but they're just never on the court at the same time with each other. Um, at, at this point, it's a debate on whether or not Zion will even be good for the playoffs. So, um crazy that at some point they were right there for that number one seed spot now they're all the way i think it's seven um so just yeah. get these guys some good health i don't know there, there might be some sacrifices on the back end some some goats that we have to you know something to to get this team on the right track man mm. they just need better injury history for sure i mean i don't know i, I think zion's uh issue is i mean can't say that that he's out of shape right especially this it's season. just his yeah it's especially this season but it's just his play style like his play style for and on that build is just not meant for long-term play yeah it's just sure. not which is why like when, when we were when um you know was when his uh in his draft class that's why i was saying like personally i don't know that i would have. i don't think i would have drafted him first overall because I'm looking at long term, like yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get money for you know selling tickets and all that stuff, but you know if you're actually trying to compete for championships, you can't put you can't invest in someone that's not going to be there majority of the season. Not especially especially when you're if you're actually looking to compete for championships, it doesn't it doesn't work like that. That's why I don't think the Clippers are going to work out. Because if Kawhi is out so much, I don't know how you expect to, you know, to actually win a title. You compete. You have some competitors on that team for sure. Mm-hmm. But you're not competing for a championship. I'm yeah. sorry. You're not. This, this is not about name. This is about game. You know, who's actually on that floor? Who's actually playing? Who's actually healthy? You know, luck does play a part in it. But, bro, yeah. Zion is never on that, on that, fo- on that floor. Literally, literally. I agree with you, man. I think it's it's so hard that, I mean, so hard isn't the word. Like, it's so dumb that the players that are able to consistently fucking play don't get the credit for that. Like, yeah, when people like this, literally their entire reputation is about how they're not playing. Um, it, it's unfortunate though, man. He's still so young in his career. I'm not writing him off in any capacity. Yeah. Like, I think, I think yeah. this can turn around, especially long-term. Um, but it seems like he tried to do everything he could to address this issue coming into this season and things were looking up. Uh, but unfortunately it, it just continues, man. So I, I don't know what it is. I think personally, I don't mind looking back on that pick 
that thought process because it's almost like turning mm -hmm. down on drafting LeBron, right? Like the same exact criticisms existed for LeBron, but he has been the magical unicorn. He has been the guy that yeah. has been able to sustain being that size um, that made us think, you know, this is something that can be sustainable. Um, but once again, well, deserves the credit. He deserves the credit as far as his ability to do that versus the assumption that anyone coming up could also do that same same thing. But I think you have to make a take a shot, right? You have to take a shot at that him becoming that player. And I think there's times this season where you could see that, like you could really yeah. see. I, I thought he deserved, especially early on, to be in the MVP consideration uh, because I didn't see even going back to the season prior a situation where he was taking control of the game the way he was this season. Right. So it's yeah. tough, man. It's tough. I think, I think for, for Zion, to be honest, I, I think one of the things that he has to do is just kind of like, I would say change his game up a little bit. Like it can't always be power. Yeah. You know, that that's kind of like, if you look at what, what Derek Rose did, like the first half of his career was all about athleticism and and you know the dunks. That's that's what it was. But after that injury, he had to change his game up. Once he changed his game up, it took him a little while to adjust to it. But the type of player that he is right now, like I mean, he technically speaking could play at least five more years, yeah. just playing the way he plays now. You know, shooting mid range and and kind of like staying on the perimeter a little bit and not banging in the in the post too much, you can extend your career a lot with that. And I mean, I I know for a, a guy Zion size is it's hard to say to do that, right? Yeah. But it's almost like if and this is gonna be a kind of like a weird com comparison too because he's injury prone as hell now. But Anthony Davis, like. He had the hand. He had the handles and all that stuff, right? He was able to, you know, add to his game and 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 do a little more yeah. with his game. It's just that he just he just has like the worst of luck during the season now. So, I mean, if if I think honestly, if Zion really focused on like the mid range game more so, and you see what happens, see what happens, but it can't always be power. Put yourself it in a can't. better situation for sure. Yeah. And I think he has the the role models as far as people, his body type and their progressions, especially with LeBron and, and the things he did uh, to sort of differentiate his game. So I agree with you 100%. Um, funny enough, in the same vein, right? It's funny that we end up all, all across the league just talking about injuries. But um, yeah. recently I saw a post talking about if you're starting a franchise, who would you rather have, SGA or John Morant? And I hopped in there and I was like, any day is SGA because his game mm -hmm. is going to age much more gracefully than Jaws is. Yeah. And I got I got yeah. a lot of hate on that shit because people were saying that the player that he is now, he's Jaws, SGA is never going to be and all this shit. But like, let's be yeah. real. Like, and, and this isn't hate once again. Like, it's incredible the things that, that they're able to do. But the perfect example you were talking about of MVP Derrick Rose, like that was like, honestly, when you think of that peak, like there's few players in the history of the sport that had that mm -hmm. peak of athleticism like mm -hmm. that, like it, it may not have been for a long time, but God damn it. It was a good time. And yeah. clearly <laughs> when you just look back at those highlight reels. Like that was as close as you get to having a dominant force at that point guard position than we've ever had uh, 
with a player that small as well, right? Like, I think he yeah. paved the way for people like Westbrook to really get the reins on the offense um, oh, yeah. because of the the different things that they saw him being able to do. So I agree 100%. I think long t- longevity is an underrated skill and talent because uh, it doesn't jump off the page. It doesn't sparkle on, t- on TikTok, uh, but mm-hmm. definitely is a, is a big factor to winning basketball. Yeah. One more thing though, I would I would push back on the LeBron comparison with Zion a little bit. Because mm-hmm. LeBron didn't come in as heavy as, as Zion did. I, I feel that. It, it, it's more you know so like the body type, but but I, I feel you. Yeah, and that that's what I'm saying. I, I think Zion just he, he has a lot of muscle. Like <laughs> that's that's a lot of muscle that he's carrying around. And and I like my whole thing was when he was at Duke. He was walking around like Charles Barkley. Like to me, that was a, that was a that was a sign right flag. there. Like, yeah, <laughs> when those shoes was popping off on the middle of the court. Yeah, <laughs> that's the all. That, that's my only. That's the, the one of the main reasons why I was saying like, yeah, I don't know if I draft him first overall. I see why you do it, mm-hmm. but I'm I I think I tend to think more about longevity and fit like that. And, and when you're talking about the type of game we're in now. You know, especially when when a league is 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 wing dominant, you know, you got to be able to 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 utilize athleticism in terms of speed. You know, it doesn't have to always be power. Speed kills too. For sure, for sure, I agree. Uh, so take us home with more of this. We got one. We got one more slot for you. What's a team that that could benefit from some more out of someone or something? Ooh, more. Uh, yeesh. I think that um, hmm. I think the I think I think I'll do two. I'll I'll, I'll kind of kind of the same thing because I think they're both kind of like in that same realm to me. I think Orlando and uh Sacramento deserve more love. I think they deserve more love. Uh, I, I, you see what they're doing. I mean, like, we're not expecting championships from either team, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Sacramento's just killing it, though. You know, um, Orlando. I really didn't see that. That that felt like a franchise that was destined to, to remain in the cellar <laughs> for a very long time before this season. Uh, so shout out, yeah. shout out to my guy once again. The 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 coaching tree from the OKC uh, draft, you know, it just keeps <laughs> keeps going out. It's like the player tree. It's a, it's a new thing, but the organization yeah. continues to shine bright through other um, teams for sure. For sure, yeah. That I, I just I, I think they deserve more love. Um, and um, Orlando, why why do you feel this way about Orlando, man? I mean, they're sitting at thirteen. <laughs> Where's the, we're gonna the love sh- deserve? If we're going to show the Lakers at 13 all the love that we've been showing them in terms of, like, media attention, I want the same energy for Orlando. Because mm-hmm. it's fun. It's fun basketball. It's, like, if you watch them play, like, they're not winning a lot, a ton of games, but they're playing hard. Mm-hmm. And the Lakers, I get, I get it. It's the Lakers, LeBron, AD. I get it. They do not deserve as much attention as we're giving them. They really don't. Yeah. They don't. 
it's just who they are, you know, it's just who's on that team. That's why. But in terms of actual basketball, like you can see what Orlando is is putting together. Yeah. You know, it's not as it's not as as fast in terms of like uh climbing the ranks as as Sacramento, but they've got pieces that they're putting together, you know, I don't are they going to win with it? No. But I I I like what they I like what they're doing. Bobo looks amazing. Yeah. I love that he got the shot there too. Yeah. Looks amazing. They moved on from Obamba, so it's, you know, we'll see what what they do, but I feel like Paolo gave him a, a meanness too that that they didn't really have before he got there. And that's rare from yeah. a rookie, right? That's rare from a rookie. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. obviously everyone talks about how great he has been this season. So don't don't want to spend too much time uh, regurgitating those same points. Obviously he's far away um, the rookie of the year, in my opinion. But um, mm-hmm. I think the other players on that team don't get the credit, man. I agree. Cole Anthony's a beast, man. Watching him and Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs is better than than people give him credit for too. Everyone was quick to call yeah. him a bus after the end of last season, but he he moves yeah. the ball around well and finds guys open often, man. So. And yeah, yeah, I agree, man. They they got a lot of fun pieces, but um, I think it's a while until until they fully turn it around. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. No, it's it's not gonna. Be, it's, look, they are they're they're not gonna do anything in terms of actually competing. Beating Boston three times this year is their championship. Like that's that's just it. For sure. Like truth be told, but I mean, hey, look, everybody went got down on on Markel Fultz, right? Like he seems to kind of be pushing it back a little bit and, 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 and getting back into into himself, like, you know, at least somewhat. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody tried to write him off from, from in, in Philly, like, you know, it was his weird story sure. is insane, bro. Insane. It is. Like it is and, and the perseverance to still not only just be in the league, right? But be a, a leading voice in that locker room and really like elevate where anyone thought you could be even early on. Like obviously he yeah. he got he got drafted um early in the first round. So a lot of big expectation on him there. Um and things sort of fell apart. But right after it fell apart, everyone wrote him off once he once he went to yeah. Miami, uh to Orlando. So yeah, that, I agree. That's a another uh crazy um storyline that deserves to be highlighted. But it, it gets lost over there in the sleepy retirement town that is <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, they they got good gator bites down there. I tell you that. Oh, how dare you! How dare you! I remember the last time I've been out there. Funny enough, um, we we bought a back scratcher that was a an alligator. Uh, what what would you call it? A claw? I don't I don't know. Claw? We got we got the, all, the the alligator paw and took it home with us. So that's our back scratcher. We still got it. Uh, shout out to Orlando, but um, shout out to Orlando. With all that, let's move on to the other side of the coin, right? We already got our moors out the way. Now there's some teams that could benefit from pumping the brakes on some things, whether that's certain players um, do in certain roles or even media considerations. So I, I'll start us off here. Um, when I was thinking of who I should go, um, looking at all these different teams, there's no better team than to talk about than the New York Knicks, man. And I think the Knicks could really benefit from a little less media hype. And I know that sounds silly in 2023, the year of the phone, but I I think all the talk (laughs) around them every single year is about these high expectations they have for them to turn things around because of the flash in the pan that was the run last season. Um, Well, what what was it? Two seasons ago now, since the retool, 
Um, so trying to get back to that form of glory, I think a lot of Knicks fans have become very annoyed at their team mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. shitting on uh, shitting on them in, in ways where I think they deserve a little bit of credit, man. So I, th- I pr- really think if this was any other time in the Knicks history, right? Like you'll be fucking happy to be the sixth seed in the East at this point of the season. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. because of the, the expectations that had just run wild at this point, um, no one, no one gets to enjoy things around here. Everyone's just uh sour Sally upset because their, their Knicks are not where they thought they would be atop the Eastern conference. Once again, if you were really thinking that coming into the season, <laughs> you you were in for disappointment no matter what fucking happened but um i think they deserve a little bit more credit than the hate they get because once again there was times where they prayed to be in a fucking six seed so uh they're doing better than you guys are making it seem guys i promise yeah yeah no they are um teams i would say pump the brakes on um Philly. Okay. I, I'd say the Sixers, the 76ers, because especially Nick Wright. I'm I'm specifically targeting Nick Wright with this. Um this idea that the Sixers are going to make the play uh, the, the, the finals. Um because indeed. That's all anybody says, you know, when they're talking about the Sixers, it's because Embiid, which much respect. I, I like, I think he's a phenomenal player. Um, but I think the expectations that people have on the Sixers, and I hate saying this, I think, I think they're low. I mean, they're, they're too high because of the fact Doc Rivers is there. Really? I don't think I don't think Doc is winning another ring, to be honest. And he got that ring because of the team. There's really? been plenty of times that Paul Paul Pierce Paul Pierce has admitted that they have, you know, made calls in timeout or whatever, and he's like, "Man, bump all that, give me the ball." <laughs> Damn, you know what I'm saying? So like, I I got nothing but love for Doc Rivers, but. I don't I I think there needs to be a, a coaching change in Philly before the Sixers to actually get to that next level that everybody's expecting them to get to. Um I don't think that's happening. I don't think that's happening. I think I think Doc is going to be there for a little while longer. Um and I I, I you know I don't see them. I don't see them succeeding with Doc. I, I, I just don't. Not there. For Not sure. There. So, I, you know, that's my, that's my, that's my. And I agree with you, man. There's two juggernauts ahead of them too, right? Like there's yeah, the Celtics yeah. and the Bucks. So um, yeah. it's definitely not a, a shoe in no matter how you slice it, but Embiid deserves some credit too. I think he's obviously always on that MVP track. 
Uh, but shout yeah, out my yeah, guy yeah. James Harden too. Like I feel like James Harden he's too. Yeah, super slept sure. on this season, especially because he didn't make the All Star team. Uh, but I, I thought he returned to form in a big way for them this season after starting off the season with some injury issues. So. Uh, shout out to James Harden. I think that's going to really be uh, a chip on his shoulder the second half of the season. Um, so mm -hmm. if his play continues, I think they could end up in a good spot. But once again, I don't see them going to be a second or first seed. Like you're going to have to come out of the East <laughs> as a third seed, which is a, a tough thing to do because you're basically guaranteed to face both of the, both of one and two. Right. So um, tough spot to be in for sure. Um, and yeah, I, I, I haven't really been hearing the finals talk for the Sixers. So yeah, Nick Wright deserves to be in the mud, no matter what the conversation is about. Uh, so many times, um, I'm like, man, how does this dude still have, have a job? Cause it's, it's ridiculous at this point, man. I agree. It's Fox, bro. <laughs> <laughs> They'll allow anyone on that damn network. You're, you're right. Hey, man. <laughs> it's Fox. That's all. The, the clickbait channel. Because I mean, who the fuck is really watching Fox Sports? Like, let's let's be real, bro. They have no assets. They're they're the last thing they well, had was the UFC, right? What what do they have? Shannon, skipping Shannon. You know, like I think that's as much as I don't I don't watch any of these shows anymore. But I, you know, Skip says stupid stuff, and it's it's people gonna click and watch. And Shannon's big dog in every every player in every league. <laughs> He's ridiculous, bro. <laughs> Much love to him. I, I, but yeah, that's why. That's why. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but they Fox Sports in the mud, man. That's that's all I'm asking for. Fox Sports <laughs> in the fucking mud. But uh, <laughs> what's my my my, third, my second pick here for for something these teams need a little less of? Um, I was looking on the Western Conference side of things because I was thinking. There's no way, right, that that this this pairing works out the way that everyone is hoping it does. But shout out to the Mavs. Shout out my guy Logic because I know he's not gonna want to hear this. Uh, the Mavs need to to have a little bit less of the media hype right now. I think, obviously, I feel um, they put themselves in a position to have a microscope put on them by making the the move for Kyrie. I think trying to do whatever they can to to come back into the Western Conference Finals like they did last year. Um, mm -hmm. I just feel so much pressure and so much attention is going to be on them because of this move. And when you consider that <laughs> you have two of the most ball-dominant players on the league in your same team um, on top of all these different pressures and obviously injury issues too. There's been a lot of games where they've been not even on the court together at the same time because of that. Um, I think they could just benefit from pumping the brakes a little bit, letting things figure themselves out as far as their play and how they're going to mesh together. Um, I think it, when it works, it works, right? There was one game where they both had 30 and I'm like, this is the, this is the prototype. You see how it can work. Um, but it's a lot of sort of your turn, my turn, uh, my career basketball, it almost feels like. And a lot of times they end up with assists as well. So you can't hate, right? It's not like you're being a ball hog, uh, but it's a different mm -hmm. style of play where I feel like come playoff time, um, it really doesn't benefit you as much as it does uh, when um, you're playing a different team every night. When they can really hone in on these isolation plays, I think it's easier to stop. So I'm really interested to see whether or not they can figure things out and end up back on that 
second top half of the Western Conference, but pump the brakes, man. Everyone's acting like they just traded for LeBron or some shit. Yeah, I no, I agree with that. I I don't, I don't see, I don't see them. You know, of course, going deep into the playoffs. Um. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that one. I agree with you on that one. It it it, it is it is a lot, <laughs> especially when you're talking about Kyrie Irving. I'm sorry, yeah. the track record in the playoffs is not great. So, I got to see it to believe it. For sure, that's where I am. Yeah. Um. I go the Grizzlies. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk, man. Let's talk. I like that. I like that for real. Let's talk. Just go do the work, man. I mean, I I think I think those guys are, um, as a team. Of course, they're fun to watch. Um, they've got a lot of personality and all this other stuff. But stop talking. Yeah. Stop talking. You haven't done anything. The warrant. <laughs> you haven't done anything. So I, I like. And you, I mean, I mean, there are teams that have done things that don't talk. The Warriors, you know, the, the Warriors are defending champions, and they're not talking. Well, except Draymond, but Draymond never stopped talking. Draymond, that's Draymond. <laughs> uh, the Celtics were just in the finals; they're not yeah. talking. You know what I'm saying? The Grizzlies are talking a ton for a team that hasn't done anything. You know. Yeah. And I think they can do something at some point. I think they might need a you know little shuffle on the roster if uh if they don't do anything either this year or next year. But um keep your mouth shut. Let's let's just just go just do the work. That's it. Yeah. That's yep. it. And it's all smoke and mirrors too. That's what I hate the most about it. Yeah. They they are the most um clout chasing nba franchise i'm I'm jacking this for the for the rest of the year because yes you yeah. guys deserve the respect for the way you guys play on the court especially the last two seasons really turn around what we thought was possible for the grizzlies right um and, and a lot of that comes with john morant uh but i agree i think there's a real um heel turn that we have been witness to uh referring to the wrestling business here with john i, I feel like he's gone full um Wanna be gangster, I guess is the best way to drop it, right? Like I, I just I'm irked by his personality and clearly just trying to put himself in a lot of position to clickbait people um and get people to to sort of have these brash reactions to what he's doing, whether it's uh I mean the my favorite comment is the the, the we're good in the in the West. Um meanwhile they they've been getting cooked uh by the Western Conference, a lot of their losses. <laughs> have been against the Western Conference. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And and there's a whole bunch of bad shit on the opposite of just those comments, too. So, uh, yeah, I agree, man. Keep keep it professional. Do what you have to do. And you don't have to manufacture this hype. Like, you don't. You you guys are already doing so well. Um, If anything, you're just making uh, what it was considered an admirable run, a team that a lot of teams are looking at like that's how we get over the hump. We got to build like the Grizzlies build, but now we look at y'all like villains. We're not looking at y'all uh, like the babyface team that grew up and we're excited for anymore. So, uh, yeah, they yeah. T- they're the, they're their own demise in, in, as far as public perception. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. All right, my last team, or we can have a little bit less. 
I got to go to the East for this one, man. I got to go to the East. Um, I think this is going to, this is going to sound silly. Um, but there's a lot of things to blame as far as how this team ended up in the position they are this season. They're still in the play-in tournament at this point, right? Uh, but the Miami Heat, I think they could benefit from having one less contract on their books. Do you do you know what contract <laughs> I'm talking about? Man, yeah. paying yeah. all that money for Duncan Robinson to sit on the back of the bench. Um I once again I understand I understand why it all worked out that way especially with how he played the season prior but the the way he fell out of the rotation and the way that a lot of these veterans have sort of we saw the the basement fall out right from under them um this team has really I I've never seen a team get old this fast and I wonder if come <laughs> playoff time um any of that changes but uh this no, team really just feels got older. like Yep, exactly. <laughs> That's a real good point. <laughs> yep. That's not going to change. Yeah, who knows? Maybe Haslam's going to start getting some more minutes again. Uh, we, we'll really lie. slow down the place, the pace here. Uh, but yeah, man, I, they could really benefit from figuring out, cut the man at this point. Pay him. You, you're going to have to pay him anyway, right? But get that off your cap hit um, so you can finally figure out uh, what you're going to do long term as far as signing Butler and getting a second star down in Miami. So uh, get those money off the books, baby. I mean, it's that and, and, and Kyle Lowry. Yep. He's on last year, though, isn't he? That I'm not sure of. I think he might be, but I'm not I'm not positive on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the Hawks. Ooh. I'd say the Hawks. Um, I think they le- they need less attention. I think they need less. Oh, I, and I I feel a little bit because you know, of course I'm in Georgia, but um, you know they just fired Nate McMillan, which I think that was the right move. I I don't want anyone to think I I I don't. I think that was the right move because they need they clearly need another voice in the locker room mm-hmm. however he wasn't the problem for atlanta you know um i think uh i think they, they might need to go ahead and do some restructuring in the front office because um i mean I, doubling down on keeping john uh john collins made no sense to me Made no sense. He's obviously not going to be the, the guy you're you're looking to keep long term. I, I, you gotta you, to me, you got to do something to help Trey and Dejounte. Yeah, you got to do something to help those two. You know, and Collins is a is a is a really good player, but. I, I don't I like know. the storylines coming out of Atlanta. Like, just the the way this yeah. all went went down and the, how Nate McMillan became the villain not so long ago. He was, was a, a, a success story, right? Oh, oh, <laughs> damn, damn! You got to slow me down over here. I didn't even catch that. For real though, but he he somehow became the villain after he was the babyface yeah. on that when they went on their run. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think there's there's more to that story there. I feel like. 
Trey Young might also uh, have gone full heel turn. And since he left the yeah. garden, the heat just never simmered. And now it's turned into X-Pac heat where everyone just really <laughs> fucking hates you and wants to turn off the screen at this point. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. And I, I'm, I'm interested on whether or not the relationship between him and, and D'Lo, um, DeJounte Murray, sorry, um, ero- has been eroding because of that. Like, I, I feel like a big part of this, oh. this, this firing um, was because of the way uh, Trey Young has been feeling. Um, and obviously you're going to, you're going to side with your star player. Right. But yeah. How long can you be a, a diva when, once again, you haven't earned that right to be like LeBron trying to call shots and, and make things go for your team when you haven't earned that yeah. spot yet as far as um, deliverance in the playoffs? So uh, I'm yeah. keeping my eye on Atlanta for sure. I think their downfall has been very weird and unexpected for me, at least. Yeah, and, and the funny thing about it is I don't even know what firing Nate does right now. I mean, there, there's exactly. rumors that they're they're going after Quinn Snyder, um, which I'm surprised heard. he hasn't had a job for this long, personally. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I don't know. He, I don't know if he's the right fit for that team. Mm-hmm. Like, and how much it does at this point of the season? I don't. Yeah, I don't. Like, what what are we talking about here? There was also rumors that Ime Odoka was was going to be considered for the position, but I mean, got Magic City here. I don't know if that would be Ooh. the right move. Damn, that's I, low. I'm that's just saying, low. like it's <laughs> <laughs> like pump the brakes on that one. You know, like I, yeah. I I mean, from I don't know, I don't know that Nate. I don't know that he was a problem. I agree he wasn't for Trey, right? Like, you're not trading Trey Young right now. Exactly, yeah. So I get why you would cut ties with Nate McMillan first. But if in the next year this doesn't prove to be the – because, I mean, they, they were a top seed in, in the East, what, a year or two ago, right? Yep. I don't think that's coaching where it's they're this far down right now from where they were. You know, I think that's that's, you know, certain personnel that shouldn't be there. Um both on the roster and in the in the front office. I think I think you have to, you know, work on that cuz you can go get a new coach all you want. Quinn Snyder's not going to be the guy that's going to turn this around. I agree. You know, like I think I think there's there's people that they need to they need to work on in terms of the front office and that and that roster. You know, I don't yeah. I personally don't think Collins actually wants to stay here in Atlanta. Personally, Definitely. I don't think he does. Not not in terms of like the team. Like I think he loves the guys, but I don't think he loves the team. Mm-hmm. You know, he loves yeah. he definitely loves Atlanta. He loves the fans here. I've seen that. But I I don't I don't think that it's the right fit. For sure. You know, yeah, tough times, tough times. I think there's a real dark cloud over there in Atlanta, and it doesn't oh, get it talked is. about as much as people it as is. people should. I think, and it's weird too because talent wise, it shouldn't be this way. It really, should not be this way. And yeah. I know there's people debating what moves should have, should have, could have, would have been made the last three years with that team. But um, mm-hmm. even with that, making the not making those moves, uh, they still have enough pieces that they should have been. 
a perennial playoff team, and they're they've been yeah. a perennial play in team uh, the last yeah. couple of years for sure. Um, so let's move on to a, a little section. I'm pretty excited for. We got three of our dark horse playoff contenders in the N- NBA. So I'm really tearing this right. You got to work up to that best. Uh, dark horse in your eyes and obviously we can't have duplicates here so there's room to get sniped yeah. as we go back and forth uh so i'm yeah. really excited to to go through this um I'm, I'm throwing one on the on the board immediately because say what you want they're the ninth seed in the west right now but put some fucking respect on golden state baby um i'm i'm doubling it down that's one of my dark horses in the west i think Obviously, yeah. defending champs can turn it around at any point, and they're really going to need it, right? Especially where they're at, sort of pulling themselves out of that hole. Um, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to end up in the play-in, even if they end up moving up a couple slots. Um, but that's a scary team to face in the first round, no matter what seed you are. So one of my mm-hmm. my, my third-place underdog team, I got to go with the Warriors. Um, I think I'm going to keep it out west. Um. I was gonna go to the Warriors. <laughs> oh um, damn! Sniped. Yeah, you got it right off the bat. I think I'm gonna actually use uh say Utah. Ooh. In terms of the play-in, I think I think they I think they can you know. Either they're in the play-in or they're actually in the playoffs, but I think they're right there on the cusp. I mean the 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 margin between thirteen and what two is what seven. It's about seven games, which is crazy. Seven, eight games. That's wild. Yeah. So I, I think, I think, um, in terms of saying, yeah, they're a twelfth seed. You know, I, I, I would say the Jazz. I would say the Jazz is one. I say the Jazz is one. Yeah. I like it, and they didn't blow up the team as much as I thought they would too. Yeah. Uh, they're another team that's on the bubble of contention, right? Where you don't know which way they're mm-hmm. going on on whether or not they want to tank, but. Um, I like that. I like that. A little sleeper team for sure. Um, I'm going to go out east for this next one. Um, there's one man. There's one man that's immortalized by a big pink sweater. His name is Kyle Kuzma. Um, <laughs> he's go- he's going to get paid no matter no matter if it's from the Wizards or somewhere else um, at the end of the season. Yeah. I think the Wizards are fun to watch, man. I think defensively there's a lot there's some issues trust um but now now that a lot of their main key uh players have been able to play together um i think they've been Mm -hmm. turning things in the right direction and i think in the play-in tournament specifically they're probably going to be in that 9-10 but i think they could uh really scare um some of those 7-18s in those matchups especially i'm looking at you the hawks um since we were just talking about them i feel like I would I would personally go with the Wizards over the Hawks with all the drama, even though yeah. uh, it seems that Trey Young uh, pulls things together come playoff time. But uh, yeah. I, I like the Wizards and what they're building, man. They're not there this season, but um, give them two more years, and I think they might be able to f- fully end up in that top tier of the West, of the Eastern Conference. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you one that you you're not gonna see. Ooh. Please, because then my number one pick is still on the board. Please. <laughs> Sacramento. Of course. Yes. Yeah, Damn it. Sacramento. <laughs> I think I think they're definitely a, a, a dark team. I think depending on who they match up with, they could possibly sneak into the second round. Yeah. 
depending on who they face, uh, they they could honestly they could make it in uh, a little little further into the playoffs than than anybody would expect. So I'm gonna say the Kings, man. I, like I love it. how they're playing. I love how um I love how they're rolling right now. Uh, they're they're they're. I thought it was cheesy as hell. That light the beam thing. I thought yeah. it was cheesy as hell. That's cheesy, but it works. It works. I, you know, I think uh, what Fox and uh, Sabonis are doing out there is phenomenal. I think they possibly don't don't quote me on this right now. No, go ahead and quote me on this. Market. I think it's possible that they can attract a free agent, depending on who that free agent is. I think they could actually get somebody to sign there. Yep. California, baby. Why not? Yeah. Tax free. You know, they're better than the Lakers. <laughs> Hands down. I like I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't I, I don't know who the all the whole list of free agents uh this coming uh, off season. But I wouldn't be surprised to see anybody sign over there. And they definitely need it. I, I like it, man. I think for some reason they're historically have been put in a position where they get fucked by the refs and, and fucked yeah. by situations where yeah. it's kind of like they're getting uh, strong armed by the league almost like they're, we, you're good, but we don't want you in this spot right now. Um, so I'm <laughs> interested to see if that trend continues with this run. Uh, but yeah, man, I just didn't expect this. Never would have expected this. Uh, but this isn't a bad pick. Uh, but thankfully, yeah. thankfully, it clears the way for the only pick, the best pick of this entire discussion, the only real dark horse that has a chance of actually contending for a title, in my opinion, oh. and that's the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think sitting in that fourth slot, obviously, it's going to take a lot to end up past mm. the hump, right? But as mm -hmm. far as looking at dark horse contenders, teams that nobody's giving the, the respect they deserve, um, I think they mm -hmm. can really surprise some people and really make those series drag them out wars if they end up losing or even upset one of those top two teams. I think they're that good. And I think they have players now with um, Donovan Mitchell that can just change the course of the game with his shooting. And this year he really been bowling in a way that he didn't previously in Utah. So really a big fan of what they're building. And um, I think they're a huge dark horse coming out the, the end of the stretch here. That was good. I didn't, I, I, yeah, you, I didn't see that one coming either. Um, a dark horse to actually contend is a different subject. Um, dang, that was good. Had to hit it home with that number I, one pick. That that was a home run right there. I, I <laughs> to actually contend. Um, I think there's only one answer though. There's only one answer out west. There, there's only one out west. I don't see the Lakers doing it, bro. Oh, of course not. Ew. I don't see them doing it, but. But if the Blazers actually catch fire, second round. I was about to say, in parentheses, Dame Lillard, not not the Blazers. Dame Lillard no. needs to catch fire. I mean, <laughs> they're not going to do much. But 
looking at how this um how the seating is, is set up right now. Um I think the Blazers could be anybody above them. Uh not anybody, but up to seventh. Right now. Right now. For sure. I think I think they could they could be any of those teams. Thunder, Warriors, Pelicans, or Wolves. I think they I think they can face either one of those. Um and win. That's yeah, where I they- stop. There's no team. There's no team I hate watching more than the Timberwolves. By the way, uh, yeah. one of the most poorly constructed teams ever um, in in, yeah. in modern basketball. Two two fucking centers that don't see the court at the same time, but are your highest paid players. Uh, good luck with that shit. Um, but yeah, man, I I don't know how the hell you didn't say the Suns. I mean, sitting at number five like that. That is the pick. Um, as far that, as dark horse that's contenders, not a, that's not a dark horse though, bro. Like when you're a fifth seed, bro, that that is a dark horse. That is a dark horse. No, 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 no. Because look who they have. He's like they're the favorite now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. Yeah, a lot needs to gel. A lot needs to yeah. gel. Yeah. Plus, I'm also like, it's not lost to me that any time that Chris Paul is. Like on a team that has the ability to push it to contend for a title that year, it doesn't happen, bro. Like, definitely not. It doesn't happen. So, like, I don't know. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that if there's some conspiracy conspiracy against him. I don't know. Kardashian curse. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. But I do know that. Um, I don't consider them a dark horse. I consider them one of the top three in the West for sure. I hear that. For sure. Yeah. You know what I think it is? I think it's karma for being the head of the the NBA Player Association and changing the rules so that he can get paid more as an older player. (laughs) I think that's that's why. I can respect it. (laughs) Like, I can respect that. Just changing the contract rules every year. Just uh, now players that are 39 can sign for four years. <laughs> Would you not have done the same thing? Love it. No, I, oh, hands down. You you got to look out yeah. for yourself for sure. But I, it, I, I, the yeah. karma got to come around somewhere. You know what I mean? Somewhere. He's getting paid. He's just not getting championships. Yep. Yep. So it bounces out. Yeah. Should have never vetoed the trade. We would have had an entirely different career we're talking about at this point. But, hey, that, that's one of my favorite <laughs> what-if stories in NBA history, man. We, maybe we'll do an episode one day uh, about oh, what-if scenarios and, and what it could have been. Uh, but this yeah. was really fun, man. Uh, really that's always it. dope Look, looking ahead at, at the NBA season. And now we're going to have a lot more focus uh, on this in, in the next couple of weeks. So, Really looking forward to seeing th- how things shake us out. Do you have any sort of closing uh, parting shots on the NBA as we uh, transition to the NFL and wrapping up? Yeah, real quick. I have an idea on how to fix All-Star Weekend. Yes, yes. Part two. This is ne- the two years in a row we're doing a let's fix the All-Star Weekend bit. Let's do it. Yeah. I um. I say get rid of skills competition. It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. We don't need it. Bounce passes, bro. I want to that that's what gets the people going. Bounce passes, bro. I, through a fucking yeah. tire. Who's throwing yeah. bounce passes through a tire? <laughs> Even in fucking practice. Tell me who's doing that. Please. 
I don't I don't know. I I it, it doesn't make sense to me. Um I want to see I want to see this build up to a 3 on 3. Okay? So I want to see a 1 on 1. I want to see a 2 on 2. Then I want to see a 3 on 3. Comprised of on both teams, one player from the WNBA, one player from the G League, and one player from the NBA. So the 101, I want to see 101 WNBA. Right? This gives the NBA the opportunity to showcase the WNBA on a bigger platform to like showcase that. their talent. Two on two. One player from WNBA, one player from the G League, right? On each team. I want to see that shake out. And then a three on three, you get one player from the G League, one player from WNBA, and one from player from the NBA. Uh, whether that's that's uh into the bench guy or toward the top of the bench. No, no big names, like no starters. Yeah. No starters. But showcase the talent that you have, because I guarantee if you play. Uh, three on three, and uh, a game of one on one, or a game of two on two, or a game of three on three. Uh, like up to like eleven points, or whatever. You're able. Let's say, let's say eleven, fifteen, and then twenty one. As it progresses, we're able to showcase the talent that we don't see. Yeah. Right. And to be honest, do we need this? Do we need the 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 celebrity con uh game? Do we absolutely need that? It's fun. It's fun. I haven't watched but it for the, five years, but it it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're going to do that, showcase some of the NBA, I mean, WNBA players and G League players in the celebrity game. Like, it doesn't have to always be, like, Guillermo from uh the, um. oh, my God, what's the guy's name? Hmm. Jimmy Kimmel Show. Help. Yeah, he was on there. Why? Not to get buckets. I promise you that. No, Guillermo's <laughs> over here. DK Metcalf's over here. What? What are we showcasing here? <laughs> what are we watching? <laughs> what? Like, come on, man. Opposite so, ends of the genetic spectrum. Just right, right. Like, 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 let's let's do something here where we're actually able to showcase players and put eyes on the WNBA, put eyes on the G League, right? Because there are phenomenal players in both leagues that we don't really get to see. Let's 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 actually include them in on All Star Game, All Star Weekend. I like that, man. I I think there's a lot of different ways you could spice things up and make things more interesting. But that that format is really dope. Like I, the only thing that I I'm kind of worried about is like a lot of these people are relevant to basketball hardcores. And I think the all-star game is kind of the opposite audience of that. Like, I feel like the all-star game is where a lot of people who don't watch ball all year tune in um, and, mm -hmm. and are interested mm -hmm. in sort of those showcase spots. So I, as far as getting those people to spotlight, I agree 100%. But when it comes down to other main events, like the slam dunk contest and even the three-point contest being ridiculed because not enough stars are joining them, um, 
it, it feels weird to go on the opposite end. Like, I, I think maybe even having, I don't know what the incentive is, though. Like, I feel like that's the biggest problem now. Like, every every idea needs to come with an incentive. But having a better, like, the same idea, which I love, um, but having, like, a, a captain, right, for someone oh, who is an all-star on each yeah. of those teams that they sort of yeah. draft the WNBA and the G League player that they end up playing with. Yeah. Something like that. That'll be that'll be super dope to to get them on that same track. Um as you yeah. was talking too, I thought of a whole nother idea where I was like well, you want to talk about stakes, let's make some stakes here. I was like we could do a 3 on 3 tournament, but let's do it from players of each team, right? So we have a playing tournament. They were talking about doing a a halfway through the season tournament remember with all the teams mm -hmm. participating this could be mm -hmm. similar to that but it's three on three so you send your three best no matter who it is right so at this point every every team's involved in the all-star break right you, you don't get a full break um but three of your guys come and then it's a round robin tournament so if you you lose you're out and you keep going that way and whoever wins this is what your incentive is no matter what seed you end up in you have the right listen listen to this the right to just bump yourself either up or down, depending on what on what it is, depending on, on where you are. Um, if you're first, obviously you can only go down, but that would be crazy if, for example, uh, a team that's on the outer end of contention gets that right and then somehow moves themselves out of the play-in. Like, that'll be fucking insane, bro. Like, that'll actually add a level of immersion to the all-star weekend that I think is needed, bro. That, that will be so dope. I would like that. I would like that. I would like that. Cause you saw, of course, like last season where the Bucks Sixers, um, everybody was ducking the nuts. <laughs> He's like, we'll take them, send them this Let's way, go. please. Let's go. But then you would have seen who is like like saying, you know what? Let me get out of this this seed so that I don't face this team. I like that. Yeah, give us some stakes, make it fun. I feel like that could yeah. be funner than the All Star game because they're actually trying oh, yeah. to play. They're playing for something that's actually very significant uh, that yeah. could affect the way your season goes. And honestly, yeah. if it if the number one team on each uh, side ends up winning, then it's like, damn. Um, this only makes the rich richer, right? But I feel like this privilege works so much better for teams that are on the bubble of, of contention to sort of put themselves in a better spot. So, yeah, um, it would it'll give them a lot to play for, for sure. Let me ask you this. Do you think it would work if the top half of the conferences are excluded from that, but it's the bottom half of the playoff bracket and the next, what, three teams after that i that's a good question because that are vying because if you're out of the if you're out of the play-in so you're so far out that you can't even make it in you didn't gain anything so maybe yeah. maybe it stops at the the source competition force teams to not tank yeah force teams to actually like be competitive like that bro that's a we are we are some smart guys I, I this is i like that i'm telling you they they know who to call at this point i mean we hey, so you, you see you see where we were with the nfl picks we, we about to come into this league and take it by storms too come and pay the Look, boys that's all i gotta say we own the rights to these ideas 
if we see the NBA implement these ideas without our inclusion or without uh, 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 our counsel, without our wise, our wise counsel, I'm going to get my TSG, lawyers. TSG approved <laughs> only, okay? TSG approved. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the TSG three-on-three tourney, bro. It's It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Hey, bro. I love this. That's it. I think this is the best idea I've ever come up with on the show. I think I, I, I might just I resign. We, I might just resign think, after this. I, I think we fixed All Star Weekend. I do for sure, bro. Let real quick. Let's try to rapid fire on this because I really feel like this needs to be talked about too. Shout out to Tatum. He fucking balled in the All Star game. I thought the All Star game sucked this season worse than yes, than previous ones and i watched this yeah. one so yeah first of all i don't get the scaling right i understand that yeah the idea is you beat them by a certain amount of points in the third quarter so they're trying to incentivize making the third quarter more and more competitive by giving the fourth quarter such a huge handicap but they were not playing for anything if we were playing yeah. 2k they would have fucking passed the sticks because it was over 21 getting cooked uh because of the points afforded by winning the third quarter it's a fucking dumb concept first of all second of all i can't enjoy individual players having their fucking moment because i don't have a reference of what the point total is like i'm here like pumped that tatum has 55 50 points but i don't know how many points total is fucking scored like it doesn't make sense (laughs) it's not an actual game each quarter is its own game and that idea is fucking dumb. I don't like the the draft is stupid at this point. Like it, if you're going to do a draft, like first of all, get LeBron out of it at this point. Let let somebody else hold that tight. If you, it should be first seeds, right? That, I think that's why, why I take a point to go crazy in this All-Star game. Yeah. But why why is LeBron the captain? Just the honorary captain cuz he is the guy. You know, that's what it is. He's the guy. So he's always going to get that spot. I don't get it. We we, we, we got to get past that. We got to get past that. Like, why was Giannis the guy? Like, it should, it should I don't have, know. Should have been Top Tatum. Seed, it should have been Tatum and Jokic. Jokic would have hated that, though. Oh, he would have. But I'm saying, like, if you're talking about, because look. <laughs> I agree. Well, they, when they started implementing this, is that not what they did? Yep. The top two teams in the in the in the conferences, the best player on those. And two somehow teams. LeBron has always been the top player. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not understanding it. Just go back to team uh, to to East versus West. Go back to that. Yep. Because it was actually we fun. To, yeah, we we don't need to see this. We need to see bragging rights. Um, and honestly, it should be who whichever conference wins that conference gets home court advantage in the finals. I agree 100%. No matter what the seeding is. No matter what seeding is, no matter who's whoever is on that team and wins the All-Star game, that the team that comes out of that conference has a home court advantage in the finals. Everybody's balling. At every second of the game. Literally, literally. Yeah. I agree. They kept talking about how the only way to make it competitive is with this new format. And no, I did, bro, there was nothing. Trash. This new, this, this year specifically, 
there was never a time where it got to that level of competitive basketball. Even when yeah. that last quarter was there, they knew it was over. They were just kind of letting yeah. each other take shots and shit. Yeah. I didn't I, I I was honestly disgusted. Obviously, I wasn't eyes glued. I was doing other things as I'm watching this, but I just couldn't believe that this is your idea of competitive. Um, I agree with you 100%. It'll actually make it a fucking basketball game because this isn't yes. it's a dunk showcase with a couple threes sprinkled in between. Um, but shout out, shout out to Tatum though. I just got to say it again, going at LeBron the way he did going highlight for highlight with pretty much everyone, right? Like he's like, yeah. you're going to do this. Then I'm going to shoot three from the opposite side of where you shot it. Yeah. Um, and, and just fucking cooking. So shout out to Tatum. Uh, but yeah, fix the all-star game. It's, it's way past overdue at this point. Yep. Whew. So I just got to say, man, I tucked in this entire segment behind all this NBA talk just so that this wasn't the first thing we had to talk about, bro. Cause I know, I know there's a lot of pain here. There's a lot of, there's a lot of sore wounds that we need to get through and get over with together. Um, but let's just talk about the game, right? We don't have to do a, a, an entire 25 minutes on this, but how do you feel the game was? Obviously the, the there's a couple pivotal plays I'll imagine we'll be talking about, but um, how did you feel about the Super Bowl as a whole and sort of wrapping up last year's NFL season? I don't feel like we were able to see as great of a game as we could have seen. I I feel honestly, and, and you can call you can say it because the Eagles lost. I couldn't care less. I don't I don't think we I don't think we were able to see as great of a game as we we could have seen. I think um the the field was trash. The uh the paint on the field is trash. Um a lot of shit blends in there for no reason. Yeah, yeah. And and honestly the 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 Super Bowl logo <laughs> not being at the at center field threw me off because there were times where I was watching the game I'm like, "Oh, they're midfield." I see this the the Super Bowl logo, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, they're they're like, they're in the red zone. Why <laughs> is the logo painted there? <laughs> On both sides. Yeah. On both sides, it just doesn't make any sense. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Call the the uh the officiating. Say what you want. I don't think that officiating was the greatest because it wasn't consistent, and and I think they blatantly did a couple of things to make sure uh, the final result was the final result. Um, but it says something when neither defense is able to get a sack. Both defense have been, defenses have been uh, like phenomenal all season, and then they can't record a sack. I'm sorry. Chiefs recorded a sack on, on Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts was running, and he, he got behind the line of scrimmage and was running to the left and got pushed out of bounds, and that was considered a sack. Yeah. Do you I'm think sorry, that was so entirely was because sack. of the field? Yes. Mm -hmm. If no one's able to get traction on the field to make those plays, you're telling me that the team that led the league in sacks isn't able to, to record one sack? You're gonna actually tell me that? You're gonna tell me that that the 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 great uh Chris Jones 
doesn't have a big moment in in the Super Bowl against Jalen Hurts. Are you are you seriously going to tell me that? Do you think that like once again, I don't think that was by design by someone to change the trajectory of the game. But how do you feel about the the sort of baseball way of doing things that the NFL has implemented, where everyone has their own home turf and whether or not you have turf or grass is up to you. It's your prerogative. No. And having a different sort of home field for everyone. Um, do you think that we should have like unified rules on how these different uh, fields should be, regardless of what building you're planning? I think there should be unified turf for player safety. No turf. No, take, take unified no, 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 grass. I'm saying- we need the grass. grass. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, it should it should be it should be grass that's there instead of the the artificial turf because of the fact that you're you're playing with with player safety. The fact that nobody came out of that game with a significant injury was actually like mind blowing to me. I was actually stunned. But the guy who prepared the field is a Chiefs fan, so like I, I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know. Take it for however you want it to be. I I I don't know. That that it that didn't make any sense to me. I feel you. I I honestly the hate pod that. father is what he's called. I mean the the sod father, I'm sorry. He's a sod father. That's what that's his name. That's such a fucking terrible. I mean, I get it. Everyone's trying to be trendy, but goddamn, bro. That's so bad. But I, I feel you on this. I I don't like that a lot of the narrative about this game is about what could have, should have, would have been because I honestly thought even with all these different things that the game was fucking phenomenal on both sides. Like I thought this was such a fun competitive game and obviously um, the Chiefs did what the Chiefs do, right? As far as coming back and, and willing themselves yeah. to a victory as things come yeah. later on in the game. So <clears throat> I'm, I honestly don't look back. Obviously, this wasn't my team, so I feel you, bro. I, I feel you 100%. But I don't look back like this season was tainted because of X or, or Y or Z. Oh, I yeah, just yeah. I, I think there's a lot of people that need to be better I, across the board. I agree with you 100%. The fact that you're dealing with conditions like that. Like, at this point, everyone has enough money to figure out a fucking dome, right? Like, there's no reason why all these different factors of rain, et cetera, can affect the game to this magnitude where, like you said, there's no reason why um, two teams can't do what they've been doing all year. One and two, one and two in sack in sacks. And they, they both only recorded one. So um, it's the, the only, I, I guess the old adage, what, what everyone says when you're referring to the different baseball fields is like, you're both playing on the same thing. Right. So, is it an advantage or a disadvantage? Yeah. But I agree with you. I think <clears throat> even even the stadiums that do it right, I think there's still room for improvement in different oh, sure. in different areas. So it's like sure. there there should be some sort of mandate from the league as far as best practices because at the end of the day, it's all about player safety. Everything you do is for player safety. So mm-hmm. um, supposedly you would think you would think that this should fall in line with that, uh, but. For some yeah. reason, they keep letting each team sort of figure out what they do with their field um, on their own accord. I think it makes things interesting, um, but at the same time, I feel like as as more time continues to pass, um, we're going to realize that it's just archaic and should be changed, and the players unanimously agree that turf mm-hmm. fucking sucks and shouldn't be yeah, they were... the, the, the playing field ever. Yeah, because you're... you're, you're... 
you're hurting the athletes that are out there on the field and you're saying that you want to do everything to protect those athletes. If you really want to, get real grass. It's yeah. very simple. It's very simple. Um, I think, and I love watching. I love defense. Yeah. Like as much as I as much as I love seeing uh, the offensive players, seeing those offensive players kind of have adversity against the defense, not the turf. Not the not the not the uh, the referees, the against playing that defense. To me, that's something. If the Eagles lost because they just lost against the Chiefs, like their like their defense came out and stopped them, the offense Mahomes did his what he did. That's I'm I'm actually like I'm not okay with it, but it's like it feels a little bit better. This one just felt like it was handed to the Chiefs when the best player was on the Eagles. Jalen Hurts undoubtedly was the best player on that field that night. On whichever team. Travis Kelsey even said to himself that he thought Jalen should have deserved MVP over Mahomes because he was just a better player on the field. Like More opportunities, but I agree. <laughs> Even with the fumble, even with the fumble, it's like, okay, he came back and led to the next score. Set a record, didn't he, for for rushing touchdowns by QB? Yeah, yeah. So, like, just let me see the defense try to not take him out. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, let me see the defense try to take Jalen out of the equation. They couldn't. They couldn't. And I mean, probably because of the offensive line, too, right? Yeah. But the defense was slipping mm-hmm. on both sides. Yeah. Offensive players were slipping in the end zone. And it got worse as the game went on. Like, usually it gets on. better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, it, look, if you're able to do this uh, animation with the Nickelodeon slime and all that stuff, just 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 do that with the paint like we don't need put the don't need it there yeah that's there. true you don't need it there get actual grass let the players play just let the players play i like if you if whoever wins wins on their own merit you know and i'm look jonathan gannon has has some stuff to, to answer for too because he 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 called a horrible game against Mahomes. And that's a one leg Mahomes. Yep. He did not put his players in the best position to 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 uh to succeed or win a championship. And he picked the wrong game to 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 show that. Um I'm over the, the season, you know, like I mean it was a great season, phenomenal season. I, th- I think this is something you build on for sure. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing the Eagles again next year. I think that uh, I think they're going back to the Super Bowl next year. I agree. And if, and if you aren't looking forward to seeing the Eagles, you're fucking hating, bro. Because yeah. <laughs> clearly they were 
if they weren't number one, they were clearly the number two best team in the league this year, 100%. And yeah. like you said, man, considering they just bought the band together, so to speak, uh, that they were able to get this far, um, you, you have to write them in for the Super Bowl next year. Um, yeah. yeah. But with that all being said, I'm I just have to get it off my chest, bro. I didn't even want to message you that. Night. I didn't. I didn't even message you that night because I felt so fucking bad, bro. <laughs> like I feel like at this point, that was point, a bad night, bro. Between the NBA um, finals last season <laughs> and between this now, I'm starting to feel like it's my fucking fault. So I promise you, bro. No matter how <laughs> I feel, I won't be picking against another one of your teams moving forward, bro. Not in the finals, bro. Not not in the finals, bro. I'm sorry. I feel like this is somehow my fault. <laughs> it's all good. I. You know what? That's the first time and the last time that i'm watching my team in a championship game with everybody around me mm. i'm not yeah. doing that again he's like i tried it out it was nice but not again <laughs> not again no no because i got a lot of jokes as i was walking out the door and mm. i was that was not the time for it you know it was just yeah. like I like to be able to process whether it's the win or the loss. I like to be able to process it. And I'm used to watching games by myself. Mm -hmm. So when we won the Super Bowl a couple of years back, it was like, you know, I got to celebrate that and just like soak it in. Mm -hmm. I didn't even get to process this loss. I, to be completely honest, I didn't get to process it. I was just sitting there dazed. Like I went to work, I, I had to work the next day. I'm gonna be completely honest. I didn't work. <laughs> I, I didn't were, work. I was you like digs in, in in fucking Arrowhead, <laughs> just lo looking up at the rafters. <laughs> Bro, I was literally sitting here, just like okay, all right. I feel you, bro. That mess hurt. That mess hurt. Shit's so mean. yeah, I'm not. I'm not watching a championship game. With people again. So when the when the when the Celtics in the finals this year, I'm watching by myself when in isolation, the, in, the... <laughs> in isolation, <Yes>. phone on D and D, just entirely yes. isolated. <laughs> yes, I when feel you, bro. In the Super Bowl next year, I'm watching it by myself. Yes, sir. Well, there's no better way to tuck in the NFL season last year than by making a way too early prediction. Looking forward to next season <laughs> of the NFL because that's how quick we turn the page in sports, right? You get the yeah. win, all right. Well, that, well, who's going to win next season? Nothing matters. It doesn't matter that you won. We're on to the next one, baby. Uh, so for this week's over-under, we're going we're gonna to try to firstly look at who we think is going to be our Super Bowl favorites, who you think it's going to be, what you think that line should be, and then I'll tell you what it is. And then from there, we're going to take our guests at Coach of the Year and MVP. Uh, and then we'll get out of your hair for the day. So really looking forward to this one. I think there's a lot of different ways you could go and being realistic. Um, I'm going to drop my my Super Bowl team here first. And I'm not saying this um, because I'm I'm trying to make amends. <laughs> I'm being entirely serious when I say this. Um, I'm not going to pick the Eagles because I genuinely would. I genuinely would pick the Eagles. Uh, but I think I, I would be putting the team in a bad situation again. So I'm going to be picking a team that has been falling off at the worst time 
But for some reason, I got a, I got a feeling in my bones that they're going to start figuring things out. Um, I might even end up in the Super Bowl against your Eagles. I'm going with the Bills here. I'm going with the Bills as my Super Bowl way too early prediction. Um, I think it's it's insane that they haven't made it yet, right? Like that that feels wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So they have to break through at some point. So why not this year, right? Uh, that that's going to be my Cinderella story. I, I'm not going to jinx your Eagles. I know you're going to pick them. You deserve to, uh, but I'm going with the Bills. And so uh, yeah, with that being said, wait, wait. Yeah. So I already know the lines, right? Because I pulled this yeah. information. What do you think the number is for the Bills? Oh, to actually win it all. To win it all. Yep. Oh, man. So it goes by just so you know the format. It's like plus, I'll throw a random number out there. For for a big underdog, it's like plus 2,500. The biggest favorite, so I'm just going to give you the range. I won't give you the team, but the biggest favorite is plus 600. So you put down 100, you win 600. Um, so that's okay. the biggest favorite, just so you get an idea of the range there. Um, so wh- what are you thinking for the the Bills line to win the title next year? Ooh, I would say... I would say they're probably around plus... Seven hundred plus seven hundred. That's a really yeah. good guess. No one's in that range, but they're sitting at plus eight fifty. And I'll give you this: this this is key information too. They are actually the second highest favorite. So speak to third. I I do okay. too. I did too. Uh, so so wild looking at these numbers. Um, that that it's that big of a number, and they're still the second uh biggest favorite. Uh. Well, who's who's your pick, and then um, uh, I'll have you guess for that one as well. Eagles plus six hundred, hundred percent, hundred percent plus six hundred, plus six hundred is indeed the number for the favorite, but the Eagles are not the favorite. They're sitting in third place at plus nine hundred, uh, plus six hundred is exactly the, the number. Yep, yep, they are. Plus 600 is exactly the number that the Chiefs have. Uh, so they're the favorite to repeat next season. Uh, Which but I, I, I was shocked. I was shocked that the Bills were in second place as well. Yeah, I don't I, I, I expect the I expected the the I well, I'm okay, I'll put it like this. I would expect that the Chiefs would be considered number one, Eagles number two. Bills three, yep. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm setting it at six hundred plus six hundred. I think the Eagles are winning the Super Bowl next year. Yeah, they should be a fucking favorite. I don't, I don't understand how they're listed at three there. Hammer that line, bro. If I was you, you throw some money on that. Why not, bro? That's a that's a really Why good not? number right there. Plus nine fifty. Yeah, yeah, right there. A little. Uh, just wait on it till next season. It's just money yeah. in the bank. Yeah. Uh, so that, yeah, that's exciting <laughs> stuff, man. Um, next up MVP. I don't have, so this one sucks. I don't have any numbers here as far as prop bets. They haven't put those out yet. Cause I, I think there's some players that are in that conversation that you don't even know what team they're going to be on next season. Right, so right. we're going to make our own numbers here. So I'll be able to join you this time since there's no number. So we're going to say who, who it is and what we think the line should be for them to be the MVP next season. Oh, Ooh. 
I'm going Jalen Hurts. Yep. That's a great pick. That's a great pick. I'm going Jalen Hurts. Um, oh, I don't know what to set that at. But I'd set it at favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I like honestly, it. like when we when we had this conversation last year, that's who I was gonna choose to be MVP. But I told Matt, despite his pick, I was gonna pick Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go J- uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, to me, it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, I I'm not even gonna let bias steer me away. That was my pick this year as well. Um, the way he shined this season has been fucking insane. So I can't imagine what it's going to be like building off of this season with the same group of, of coaches. I mean, obviously getting in new guys on the defensive end, but offensively. Oh, Kellen Winslow's. Did Kellen Winslow go as a... Uh, you talking about our coordinator? No, no, no. I'm asking I'm asking about the, the Cowboys coordinator. Did he go? Did he leave? Oh, yeah. They, 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 they let him go. They yeah. let him go. Yeah, they, they let him go. Him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then, <laughs> and then, your coordinator, you, you, he went on to a different opportunity, correct? Yeah, Indianapolis. Damn. Yeah. So they stripped you on both ends of, of the of the coaching spectrum, offense and defense. Um, is well, there a front runner for that gig yet, or is, did someone step in? Jalen Hurts' QB coach is in line to be the next offensive coordinator. I think okay. he'll get the job. So for it's sure. going to be a seamless transition. I don't think it's, it's going to be anything, any issue with that. Gotcha. Um, defensive coordinator, I don't know who, mm-hmm. to be honest. I would choose, I would at least, at minimum, interview Brian Dawkins. I saw that as well. He he was making some comments about Gannon's performance in the Super Bowl. I agree. Why not, right? Give him a shot. Why not? Uh, it might be a Jeff Saturday kind it. of situation, but it, it ain't your head coach, so why yeah, not? not it, but if he wants it, right? Like, I think I think he has the ability to view the game from, you know, from a great perspective and that intensity. Like, I just want that intensity in the room. Dude, I, I already have it without him, so yeah. 100%. That's, yeah. Yeah, I I don't care what he does to be honest. I just want him in that room. Yeah. I want him to pump those guys up because I got hyped up. I wanted to run through a brick wall just watching one of his videos. Yeah, ultimate ultimate hype man guy for sure. He's yeah. on the list with 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 people like uh my one of my goats Ray Ray Lewis. But I gotta ask you before we move on before we move on to our coach of the year, uh, because we're both going Jalen Hurts here, um. If there's one player out of all the free agents for the Eagles this season, who do you need to re-sign right now? Who is the one person, no matter what, y'all got to make sure y'all get back? Garner Johnson. Great shout. Yep, great shout. The, the, the most underrated player on your defense, hands down. Garner Johnson. To me, he's yep. – he's, he's, if you don't have him at least, at minimum, like top three safeties in the league, You're biased, and you don't. You're I, not watching. People, people aren't watching. People yeah. aren't watching. He, he, he. Uh, I think he was tied for interceptions, uh, in the league this year, and he yeah. missed like four games. He was up there for tackles as well. Yeah, literally, probably would have been your your highest tackler had he not been out all those games, which yeah. is insane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, you gotta you gotta sign him. You gotta resign. And then one B is Bradbury, right? It's that it's that one too. I mean, I want him, but he wants he wants top dollar. 
at his age, you're not paying him top dollar. So for sure. Especially um, especially after that big fuck up in the fucking <laughs> Well, see, that's the thing, like I don't call that. I don't you don't make that call. That's one, it's not a catchable pass. Two, you let it go in the in the like but for that, you don't call it at that point. At that point. That's that's a crucial point in the game. You know, that's like within that wasn't within uh, two minutes, right? Last two minutes yeah. of, of the fourth quarter. You let it go. You know, so I actually don't blame Bradbury too much on that one. I I get it, but I don't blame him on that. Um, I think the second guy that you have to re-sign. I would love Hargrave to come back, but I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be able to. I don't know if they're going to do it. It's a big off season. I will admit, it's, it's a big off. off it's a big off season, but I think the guys that are leaving, they already have their replacements there. So it's like yeah. you're not miss. You're not. You're not. You're not like. Going it could to be a stop. case where you're opening up a, a position for someone versus we lost such a big thing. Uh, so yeah. I, I agree. Honestly, Bobby Wagner. I would. I would go after Bobby Wagner. Hell yeah! What 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 do you think the I, the story is on that? Didn't he sign a long term deal? No. I could have swore it was it wasn't a one year deal. I thought I thought it was like a two year deal. Yeah. But they mutually decided to part ways. I don't know why that is. I go get I'd go get him. I go get Bobby Wagner. I mean I know he's I know he's got a lot of injuries, you know, at this stage of his game. But go get him. For sure. He's a he's a difference maker for sure. Does yeah. that does that decision automatically mean that Aaron Donald is retiring? Is that is that what that is? Aaron Donald should have retired after the Super Bowl. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> so it's kind of sad they made him play the whole season. I I would have been like, yo, just let me sit the last couple at least, bro. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah I, 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 I personally, yeah. I, I maybe it does signal he's gone. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing in Los Angeles, bro. I don't, I don't think they do they, either. <laughs> Somehow know. Sean yeah. McVay will still be considered one of the best coaches in the league, even if they shit the bed again all all season next season. But uh, yeah. we, we yeah. shall see. Time sure. will tell. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. But it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Let's let's get out of here. We got our last one, Coach of the Year. This This one's fun, man. There's a lot of different options, a lot of – sleepy options obviously a lot of uh jobs that still haven't even been filled right so yeah. kind of hard to 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 place it but i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna speculate right it doesn't even matter who's in this seat whoever the fuck is coaching the denver broncos um it's gonna be better than what the fuck y'all had no matter who it is it's gonna be better so that that's oh. my pick um sean payton is that confirmed no, he's already there. What the fuck? That's confirmed? God damn. Yeah. Where yeah. where have I been? Really? Yeah. I thought that was like rumored. <laughs> nah, they, they traded a pick for him. Wow. That's yeah, so they, weird they, they, that they you can him. trade a coach. Yeah. That's that's yeah, really they, fucked. They that didn't even rights, so. didn't even coach last season. Like that's that's yeah, so they, weird. <laughs> they had his rights, but yeah. Yeah, yeah so I'm there. definitely going Sean Payton. What the hell? That's a hundred percent. I would say he should probably be a favorite, to be honest. Oh, that's uh, that's a really good shot too. I don't I think don't no, the best be team, best team in the conference, never gets that respect as no. far as coach of the year, and they should. 
No, no, no. I'm I'm going Doug Peterson though. I, I I think um what he did this year was phenomenal. He's a phenomenal coach. So um yeah. they're gonna get, only get better down there in Jacksonville. So I'm going Doug Peterson as an early early pick. I love it. I love it. But with all that being said, we tucked her in. We put her to bed. And now we'll we'll come back once the off season starts uh, a bubbling because I'm sure uh, once players start signing and dominoes start falling, things will get real interesting again. That's my favorite part of any NFL season, to be honest. Uh, seeing where everything yes, shakes out in the off season. So, man, a, a great NFL season wrapped up. We got a great finish line of the NBA season to look forward to. This episode was dope, man. I had a lot of fun doing yeah. this once again. Showing yeah. the range, baby. We got to show the range yes, on sir. TSG. <laughs> Yes, so sir. you got that Steph you, Curry range here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it's Dame time all at once. Uh, please all tell them once, once again uh, where they can find you before we head out. Yes. Uh, once again, you can follow me at Derek underscore OTS. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K. The black way to spell it. Um, but most importantly, follow the brand at OTS Media Co. All social media platforms. OTS Media on YouTube. Hit that like button. Subscribe. Notification bell. All that good stuff. Get subscribe to us um and all other shows uh wherever you get your podcasts um ots is a network you know i think people you know either don't know that or or forget that ots is a network of shows we have uh quite a few uh shows here a couple that that chris uh, is on as well uh, mma archive uh realish um dope content so you know, if you want you want informative content um with with personality, spunk, and um uh facts behind them, you gotta look at OTS. So yeah, appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir. As always, it's always a fucking pleasure. Thank you guys for tuning in. It always it means the world to us, literally. Uh, the fact that anyone would tune in, let alone reach out and, and talk shit and let us know what's going on and how they feel about what we were saying. Uh, we're going to look to reward you guys real soon. We're going to have a segment on here for a lot of the more outspoken fans on the Facebook page to get their thoughts on the show, too, uh, because we hear you. We hear you. We may not. I may not be on Facebook, but I, I'm still looking. I don't know. I might have one of those, you know, one of the KD burners that he had on yeah. Twitter. I got I got one on <laughs> Facebook. I might, I, I might have to I'm gonna have to get into that real active. But once again, thank you guys for listening as always and looking forward to the next one. You have a good one.